0: The FujiCast is an independent Loading Zone production. 27th of March. The FujiCast. Hello, welcome to a Friday's edition of um, the FujiCast Daily. Hello, Kev, how are you?
1: I'm all right. not, not
0: Too right? bad. Usually, along. Usually we have a chance to have a little chat beforehand, but we didn't. We sort of, uh, we make contact, boof, got straight on with it. I have no idea how your Thursday evening
1: went. Uh, no, hang on, it's not Thursday evening, was it? It was Wednesday evening last night. What? No, Thursday no, what day evening was it yesterday.
0: We're Friday today. So how did your Thursday uh, evening go?
1: Hello are you with mother
0: I thought was it was Wednesday yes well it's, as you said uh, <laughs> yesterday or the day before possibly even tuesday it's very difficult to know what day you're in or on at the moment isn't it
1: yeah yeah um it was okay what do we do we watched um we watched a film with the kids we managed to get some popcorn from somewhere and chilled out and they they fell asleep on the sofa and we Plodded them up the stairs to bed, and shortly followed by us.
0: All oh, right, okay. I thought you meant shortly followed by drinking two vats of red wine or something.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I will have to go and um, to the shop later, but only for essentials, of course. Yeah. But I've uh, I, I've yet to really go out to the shops. We went for a long walk yesterday with the dogs and stuff. Um, it's easy here, though, you see, in Monmouth yeah. because we have a lot of um, countryside. Yeah. So. So you can actually we keep went- your distance really well, can't you, from from people. We didn't see anybody, you know. It was no. it was good, and the and the few people we did see, you know, everybody kind of crossed the road from each other and everything. Yeah. We did do the um the clapping thing at eight o'clock last night, though. That was interesting. The whole street came out, and was some people were yeah. hitting pots and pans and yeah. whooping and a- hollering. Did you hear many people? Yeah, loads. Good. Yeah, it was it was good. Everybody, good. Yeah. we had a, like kind of little conversation down the road to between houses. Did you? So, yeah. <laughs> They'd be like well, Chinese whispers. Pass it along it reminded me a little bit of in spain when we're in the in, in spain in the summer when um yeah. all the old ladies and old men come and sit outside their front doors in the evenings because <laughs> it's cooler and they just kind of chat up and down the street <laughs> it's interesting
0: this reset on community and social the, the way it'll be socially after this unless we've all got really short memories and just Go back to the way it was and completely forget that uh, 2020 had happened. Um, I, I suspect I we never will.
1: No, we definitely won't forget. But there, there will, of course, be some people who you know who uh, kind of forget pretty quick. But I'm, I'm hoping mm. that generally, as a society and as a, um, as, a, as humanity, we um, you know we remember this time.
0: Well, I hope so too. I think it's very important that we do. Not only those for those that have suffered, of course, and can't forget that the uh, the loss of life and those that have suffered ill health because of it. But but also mm. but also really for just the way socially i think it'll you know people have come together i know there've been some idiots i know but generally i think people have come together and, they've, and that's showed actually a better sides uh,
1: in a a very ironic way people have
0: come together when they're being told to stay (laughs) apart (laughs) yeah i didn't mean quite literally those is not quite what i meant we must say thank you by the way to i I noticed well you noticed i I didn't notice. you noticed because i'm not trusted with it kev looks after the tip jar pennies that that a a few people had uh tipped in there
1: yeah i noticed this morning there was um a handful of uh shackles came in which is very kind of you i don't know as, as you know and i keep saying it, i'm not really um bumping around in facebook at the moment so i don't know whether somebody's mentioned something or what but uh yeah very 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 thankful um we do even though it's um you know it's it's tough times for everybody we still have to yeah. pay our hosting fees for the podcast specifically well, and yeah. all that
0: other stuff so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very, I'm, very I'm kind acu- of you yeah i'm acutely aware i don't want to sound like oliver twist you know please sir yeah. i want some more what what that's Fun more. i know i don't want to sound like that but i did yeah. have a bit of a surprise actually the other day um i was uploading i think it was uh, mondays or tuesdays and uh, the uploader stopped said you can't upload anymore for the whole of the month oh dear i said what um that's because we'd uh, we'd run out of our bandwidth and of course i completely forgot oh, not bandwidth our upload um amount mm. i'd completely forgotten of course one episode a week I- i've always got a little bit of headroom <laughs> mm. i have completely run out of headroom and actually officially now even though I've, I've upgraded our account a bit we can only do 22 days at this rate mm, 20, right. 20, well hopefully it'll all be over by then 22 days in april no i, I think my
1: friend we're going to be in for the whole of april do you not think um, yeah probably but yeah. but also at the same time those of you that have um have thrown a couple of pennies into the yes, tip jar do not you. feel obliged no no, no we are no. all um we're all on tough times at the moment Absolutely, so it's, yeah. it's if, if you can lovely if you can't do not feel at all uncomfortable about it yep um unless you're lee glasgow of course in which <laughs> case feels very uncomfortable <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> although yeah. he has donated
0: blessing yeah. yeah it's <laughs> lenders of fiver Lee. right um from from the commercial uh, we were digging out some of our commercial friends gf smith uh, dropped a note they said uh, through these and they are the people that make albums um so, if, if you're in the, U- the UK, you're you're probably very familiar with them. Um, but I, I know some people use them outside the UK as well. Um, Through these strange, difficult times, we at GF Smith hope that our value customers are staying safe and well. Uh, Nothing can quite prepare us for what we're facing now and facing the future to come. But we understand how difficult it is for you, the photographer, certainly if you're out there working on your own. Um, Their sales consultants uh, care if they're working from home using Zoom and FaceTime, a whole host of other social media platforms. Um, They say we'll all come through this dark period and blue skies will show again. Uh, we remain positive and have scheduled to be at the photography show NEC in September, which mm-hmm. I sincerely hope does happen. Anyway, keep in touch. Uh, love from the GF Smith photography team. So I thought it was quite nice. Put that in the quite nice pile, which is just over there. Yeah, very nice. Do you
1: very think nice. photography
0: show will happen in September? Oh, who knows? Well I'm asking you, you haven't got a crystal ball.
1: No, I haven't got a crystal ball. I really hope it does. I'm booked to go again. I wouldn't I don't want to lose my fee again. No.
0: <laughs> Once <laughs> is enough. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, I tell you what, the uh, the documentary uh, bits on stage will be interesting, won't they? Mm. Actually, I think if anybody's rolled in some of their... Anyway, um, Mike from the Sunshine Coast, Australia, let's launch. Um, hello, guys. Relatively new to your podcast, catching up slowly. Really appreciate the time and effort that goes into it. Thank you both. During these difficult times, I found an opportunity to get my head down, prepare for the influx of customers in six or 12 or 18 months. Who knows? Here is my to-do list to keep us busy. So I thought it was quite interesting. He's sorting his files. You've been you've sorted some files,
1: haven't you? Yeah, I've done a lot of um, kind of admin work while I've been yeah. sat in front of my window. Yeah, he's done good. done camera and lens servicing. Oh, I'm not sure Kev's followed you with that one. <laughs> no, not <Yeah>. quite. <laughs> Uh, I've only got one camera in the house anyway, so I can't. Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> Listen to two business or photography podcasts a day. Uh, get more proficient at Lightroom. Well, you've you've been not getting more proficient at Lightroom because you're pretty proficient already, aren't
1: you? But you've you've been trying. Done done any more on Capture One? Yeah, a bit. I um. Yeah, I'm trying to to kind of get my head around that. And uh, we did have a comment about. I said you can't press F and go full screen. And we did a comment from somebody say just press F and it goes full screen. Does it? And I pressed F angrily. I pressed F again and again and again, <laughs> and it does not go full screen. So I, I tapped up um, uh, the king of all goodness, Patrick Laroque, over in Canada, because he's uh, he, he uses Capture One uh, religiously. And he said, just press F. And so I sent him a little video of what happens when I press <laughs> F. And in, in the end, he said, I think you're going to have to buy a Mac. <laughs> that didn't really help you maybe you have to no. press shift f if you're a, no that doesn't PC. do it either it's something to do it doesn't no it just it just doesn't work I've it doesn't
0: only got one pc in here is there an you could do an alt
1: an alt one? no no it no it doesn't nothing it doesn't work it doesn't work but i have to say that i'm i'm getting um, i'm getting more used to it and and it's um uh, i don't know i have yet to put a wedding through it of course so uh, that's that would be the proof in the pudding yeah. whether i can get the workflow what's the, w- the workflow right with it what's a wedding <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember those things we used to
0: do to, to you know, right. to help pay the bills? Uh, what happened to these things called weddings? I don't remember.
1: Yeah. Back in the day, during in, the war, during the, during the COVID war, war, during war, during war, during
0: the COVID God, war. Yeah. Do you know, um, Sam said that earlier to the kids. She said, you know, um, uh, she said one day, you know, when you're talking to your grandchildren, you're going to be saying during the COVID period, you've just done exactly what she said. <laughs> and all their kids will say yeah yeah yeah, yeah anyway also yeah. he's been reviewing his advertising and promotion strategy i'm not sure you've been on that one yet though have you
1: no not really i've got nobody to advertise to at the minute <laughs> mm.
0: no well actually this these are the times exactly the times you should be actually marketing because there's there's people that, that's why they say in a recession your advertising is the last thing that should go isn't it
1: uh, well, it depends what you're advertising, of course. But you know, put it this way, it doesn't it doesn't make a whole load of sense for me to. I, I am tidying up my website, but it doesn't make a whole load of sense to be thinking about blogging and all that kind of stuff now, yeah. because there is literally nobody looking to book wedding photographers just yet. Mm. But not not new clients, put it that way. There might be a lot of old postponement stuff going on. Um, but throwing a whole load of blog posts online now. Is uh, you know you, you blog posts are time sensitive and you want to be doing it when uh, you know when the market is is busier again. But, but does, uh, doesn't, that's doesn't, you know that's marketing rather than advertising. Does, slightly, doesn't
0: doesn't that keep your your Google juice sort of um, overflowing with love um, if if you are tickling its um it,
1: yes, but you don't want to be losing all of your content no. at, at this time. You okay. know, that's for sure. You can obviously put stuff up there, but make sure that you've got um, you know, enough stuff for when the when the, the marketplace picks up again.
0: I don't know about how you feel about this, but I went to put some stuff up on Instagram and um it This kind of contradicts everything I've just said, but I was thinking: Oh, should I be putting up uh, lovey-dovey pictures of, of stuff going on at when I know, and I, I noticed a lot of uh, my peers' contacts—they are doing it—and I, I was wondering if I was being a bit too squeamish.
1: I don't think so. You know, I think you know—it's—it's—it's it's, it's business, isn't it? It's—it's—it's it's, it's whatever you should be doing. I—I I, I haven't put anything on for a while. I put a little right. picture of uh, Rosa. Um, I put a picture of uh, me and Zacharias and David Hobby and Bert Stefani. Right, in Japan. I saw that one. Yeah. 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 Um that was it really you know so. yeah. <laughs> um, um he yeah says, just do what what you yeah, do what do what feels comfortable. comfortable i, I yeah. feel like some people um are probably thinking uh, you know being pressured themselves into thinking this is a time when you know i have to I have to really kind of market to push myself push myself yeah. push myself but yeah. uh you know actually at the same time it should be a time of thinking actually maybe this is a time where i can um you know sort out some old blog posts or sort out some uh, my editing work or you know whatever you mm. know what whatever it is but it's don't don't put pressure on yourselves you know it's um i don't think that's
0: going to be wise for anybody well um mike on the sunshine coast said i'm also going for walks riding my motorcycle and practicing camera skills there we go so there's a few things that photographers are doing during this period uh, yeah. Thank you from What dot i dot c dot photography. Put you down. Well, say that again. What um, was that? What dot i what dot what? I'm it up again now. um It's from. <clears throat> excuse me. It's. Have f- you got a cough? No. <laughs> it's from. I'm going if you ask. <laughs> <laughs> what ice? Without <laughs> no. I probably that was Jack's birthday cake. I tell you one of the bad things about this Kev is I'm going to get extremely big. Um, we, we're living on birthday cake um what.i.c.photography is that a website it must be mustn't it well no, no, it might
1: be instagram address
0: yeah weddings events and portraits yeah cool. oh, i just instagram yeah what i see photography.net is the website i'll put yeah. you down there in the uh, you confuse me for a moment pile which is just over there um, owen richards oh there was another note actually before we do owen I'll rescue it back from the pile. Andrew stonia just wanted to show his appreciation, Kev. He said thanks, both of you, for upping the, the FujiCast offerings. Really appreciated. Thanks for the honesty, too. The honesty is really important, yes. Going from rightfully busy photographers to housebound and leaky bathroom men, like the rest of us, is very normalising.
1: Have you fixed that bath? Well... Uh, let's just say Gemma's been doing a lot of DIY, bless her. Uh, she, oh <laughs> <Yeah>. God, <laughs> she's painted the hall today, she's uh, what have, you the done? Garden out. what have you done? Um, I've just kind of you've um, kept the, you've, been kept the bu- you've kept the business alive
0: doing things, yeah. yeah. Um, Owen Richards, hi, both just finished listening to episode 64. <laughs> question for Kev and question for Neil. Um, question for Kev. When it comes to street photography locations, what are your favourites? There's a few bits here, actually, so remember these. I've recently, before the virus, visited the Barbican Centre, found it fascinating for street photography. What do you look for, Kev, when researching and shooting street locations?
1: Mm, I have to say... I don't really research them at all. I I mean, I I know what works well for me in terms of if I'm taking people out on workshops and everything. Um, But I don't really, you know, if ever I'm in a new country or a new city, I just get up and walk. Um, You know, I remember last time I was in New York, I walked 22 miles on one day. Um, (laughs) I walked down to the bottom of the island and then back again. Wow. God. Uh you know and just just went for it i think that's you know it's a better way of doing it rather than uh, personally for me i'd rather rather than revisit the same place you know and you see a lot of a lot of street photographers who, who create beautiful pictures of course but they have very similar images in the same locations time after time after time um and that's fine you know it's it's good enough to do but i'm i'm more interested in uh the very spontaneous, spontaneous mm. Spon- <laughs> spontaneous. say again <laughs> spontaneity ss Spontaneous.
0: no that's not right give him another thank you <laughs> even the right one spontaneous spontaneous ah, that's the one yeah <laughs> um so yeah i don't really research
1: not to say that you should shouldn't but is, um is there, an,
0: is there a number of photographs you hope to come back with when you when you <laughs> if you're walking 22 miles you must be thinking i've got to have a dozen keepers out of this
1: Mm, that's tough isn't it because whilst you do want it i you know what i the way i always th- approach street photography is i'm not making money out of it okay i i if i walk for 22 miles and i have a lovely day and i i see some great things and i have a nice meal and maybe a beer in the afternoon in a bar i've never been to and i come back and i haven't got any pictures i've had a great day um that doesn't you know,
0: sound I, that doesn't sound like photography but outing it sounds like a pub crawl
1: yeah, but what I don't want to do is go out <laughs> in the morning and think, right? I, today I have to go out and get some pictures because yeah. you know I want to. Uh, what am I going to do with them? I'm gonna. I need to get them on Instagram so I can get a thumbs up, and you know, and then ruin your day because you you, you know you've got that obsession going on in your head. Uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't really interest me. But it's uh, for those people that do make money from that kind of stuff, then of course they need to to approach it very differently. But for me, it's all about um what's the word I'm looking for the uh the, the cathartic nature you know and mm. who who was it that said it was it ansel adams ten thousand great shots in a year uh, sorry ten thousand photos in a in a year to get one great shot yeah something like that um yeah. is a good is a good yield yeah uh, you know i think we've all put too much pressure on ourselves to to show off the pictures yeah um we had an email actually um and I don't know whether you've got that from somebody and it was along the lines of you know i take pictures i, ne- I don't put them online i don't um, you know, I don't put them on a website. I don't put them on Instagram. It's not for that. It's just for the sheer enjoyment of it. And I thought, yeah, that's that's pretty rare these days. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that, that's a, that's yeah, that is rare, isn't it? That that's the way that um, Vivian Meyer would have worked. Yeah, if you think yeah, about absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I had a question as well. My father, uh, this is Owen Owen Richards, is still at work for BBC Wales as a sound supervisor between sixty four and eighty one before becoming an announcer for radio. How do I pronounce this? Kum- Kumru <laughs> Kumri? Kumri. Do you have to roll your R as well? Drrr. Don't do that. I, <laughs> I used to love going to work with him in the summer holidays and watching work. Wondered uh, who and uh, what influenced you into broadcasting especially sound. Uh, Wogan, I
1: think. Do you remember listening to Terry Wogan? Did yeah. was, was
0: your mum well, a Terry Wogan person? My mum was.
1: Yeah, I think uh, we used to have one of those massive record players that sat in the corner of the room. Yeah um that was about two foot taller than me and it had uh you know these big dials and and kind of um you know those uh (laughs) what are those things called the little line that goes goes from number one to number 10 and bubbles around in between it you've got them on your thing in the studio um Uh,
0: what pot pots they're called no you like um Oh. sound attenuators no
1: just needles needles oh needles oh right
0: <laughs> oh yeah 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 this so, one goes to uh, yeah, 11 of yeah. stick
1: it on
0: 11 yeah <laughs> uh yeah well yeah. wogan would have been it for me um i really like him he was a real storyteller wasn't he wogan
1: i used to like him and jimmy young what's the recipe today jim you probably don't remember that you're too young I uh, know, I do remember it. And, um, however, I have to say about Wogan, I I would only ever listen on my my hell time driving back and forth London every day of the week. Right. Um, I would only ever listen to him at Christmas time because he right. used to do some very very funny Christmas time stories. Oh, the Janet and John stuff. <laughs> Janet and John. I'd say, what yeah. if, if
0: you are thinking, who are they? Ta-? I mean, if you are on the other side of the pond thinking, who the hell is this person they're talking about? Uh, careful, because he was he's no longer with us. You're an absolute broadcasting god in my eyes. Uh, but uh, I am sure there- he did. Yeah, you know that
1: Terry Wogan.
0: Yes, is he? Yes, yes, he is. Yes, passed on a couple of years, a good couple of years ago now. Really? Did you not know that, Kev?
1: No. Well, go... otherwise I wouldn't be going. Terry Wogan is he dead? <laughs> no, true. Is he dead.
0: Go and look up Janet and John stories from Terry Wogan. On uh, it's very, it's very English, hum- British humour, not English because he's Irish. It's very Brit, British, um, Irish. I'm trying not to get myself in trouble here. Humour. But uh, Janet and John, very, very funny. Lots, lots of innuendo. Yeah, he passed on. I tell you what, I did a What's wedding. about that? Yeah. I did a wedding in um, at uh, a, a very unique location last summer. Um, it's not called a burial ground. What do they call them? You can have weddings <laughs> there. <laughs> burial no, no, it's, be- it's a lovely, it's a, a tree, it's full Arboretum. of trees. Um, yeah, um, but it's not called that. Anyway, I went to this place. It's in the Chilterns in, in England. And, Chilterns Burial Ground. No, I don't think it's called that. And <laughs> anyway, the the wedding was taking place there. It was a, a, just so serene. And um, out in the, the copse in the woods, the wedding coordinator said to me, Yeah, Terry Wogan's interned inter- 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 over there. I said, No way said yeah so while they were all eating i went into the oh it was a beautiful day it was sunny the sun was coming down through the trees and <laughs> i went to visit terry uh, i know when i was working in broadcasting i don't think i ever got to meet him i'm not sure i did uh, even though we were in the same building for for a while but uh, i went <laughs> i went to see terry and, and pass my regards on to him but yeah. uh, there we go um and also owen said programs to watch kev poirot
1: good binge yeah. Are you a
0: are, you a are you a Poirotist? Yeah, I got a lot of
1: Poirot. Yeah, got a lot of that stuff. I also had the the box set of that as you did your um Columbo stuff, but we yeah. I got rid of it because i haven't got the CD player anymore. But yeah, uh, Poirot is great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and just finally, Benjamin Gillet or Gillet. Gillett um said um here's uh, an idea um for channel 4 e4 has been running a, a competition to broadcast animated channel stings uh, that have been made by viewers and creative students he had a suggestion that during this time if people wanted to record the ident at the start um you know just the introduction to the show um that might be quite a nice little idea well i'll leave that to you said options fo- the fujicast daily or the fujicast or the lifeblood of the show, and so on and so forth. But I'm going to put that in the... That's a very good idea. We'll see if anybody finds the time of day to do it, Paul, which is just over here. Right, interview time. Spoke to Brian Caparici the other day. He, of course, uh, trains photographers, has his business in North America, but um, obviously the business advice that he has uh, and that he imparted with the other day when we were first talking about... uh, the the whole thing about what will happen to your business and how you can how can you how you can market your business push pushing forward that was a couple of days ago on the uh, the daily FujiCast. that all that advice really works for you know pretty much everybody where, wherever they are in the world and we kind of split this into three really we split it into the marketing then we split it into what's going to happen when people open the doors again and then we split it into contracts today what will happen when people start showing their faces again and buying photographers. Let's talk about the realities of what you feel is going to happen when the doors open um, again. Now, everybody in the world has a very different thought about this. I mean, if you look at the the way governments are acting, uh, notwithstanding, you know, in my country, in the UK, people saying, well, we acted too late, We're, we're following... Italy's line and it, it all looks scary crazy and frightening for people then you've got the the Indian government I think it's 1. 1.3 1. 1.2 or 1.3 billion people living in India they've done a, mm. a, a very sharp lockdown and very strict lockdown. Whilst in America, of course, Donald Trump, we mentioned him yesterday, still thinks this mm. is all, all be done because it's a beautiful time of the year and, and Easter to be having churches full up again. So there's so many different takes on what's going on in the world. But when those doors open again, as a business analyst and a business trainer, what do you think is going to happen?
2: I think those photographers who have been preparing for it and have been proactive are going to be in the best situation that they possibly can. I think that if you've spent some time communicating with your clients, if you've spent some time setting expectations, if you've spent some time working sort of on your house and getting a marketing system going or getting some kind of tools set up so that you can sort of pour fuel on the fire when this is all over, you're going to be in a really good situation. Those that plan those in business that are proactive about setting up systems and and you know doing the right thing in business versus always being reactionary they're always the ones that are successful in the long term so yeah. i think now is the time like right now the, how you spend your time right now will define how it's going to be for you 6 months and 12 months from now
0: so notwithstanding of course that that um, and I'll, I'll I'll count myself here as well brian that um obviously i'm thinking well, finances don't look fantastic because you know I, I have a I have a reasonably healthy business in in terms of what it does and how many bookings I get each year, but you know I don't sell widgets or make widgets. So I I work in the arts industry. So I don't you know I don't have a magic money tree sitting out there in the garden that's going to f- feed me for. Uh, month, you guys don't have m- months them there. on no no we don't yeah, we- oh. <laughs> yeah could you send some seeds that would be nice <laughs> yeah. probably wouldn't be able to grow them quick enough but you know what i mean i think a lot of yeah. people in the arts don't necessarily have what i would call a huge bank of resources for moments like this so it's a mental um it, 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 it in many respects i see this as a bit of a mental battle you you're Mm -hmm. trying to park that reality that okay there's going to be some wolves at the door they're not there yet we talked about the wolves the other day um so in the meantime what i'm going to do is be proactive and that Mm -hmm. that's what this battle is all about isn't it
2: it's it's 100 about it i mean right now If you haven't, (laughs) one of the things I talked about in an article that I recently wrote about this, I said, hey, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. This is a a famous Chinese proverb. Mm -hmm. The the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time, today. So, yes, would have it been the best situation if you had a nest egg built up, if you had planned properly, if you had, you know, financially forecasted the ability to survive six months without any income coming in? Absolutely. Those photographers that have done that are doing okay right now. Mm. But hindsight's always 2020. Many photographers are not in that situation and that's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. However, you should take this as a lesson to plan not for next time, but plan for your future. Um, But yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't planned for it, yes, there is the reality of things are going to be tight right now. And there are some helpful resources and helpful uh, you know, plans that, you know, various governments around the world and various institutions around the world have put in place to help entrepreneurs like us. Now so- that's going to be very different depending on where you are, obviously, but look into those because there are some opportunities to to lessen that burden. But all of that, you know, being put aside still doesn't negate the fact that right now is the time to focus on where you go from here yeah. and how you can make this better when this is all over and that's why i think planning kicking up some marketing getting communication going getting ready to go full steam ahead when this is all over um that's the best thing that we can do right now as photographers
0: now i've got a question about flexibility when we talked the other day we talked about everybody's get out of bed price Mm -hmm. has suddenly changed and that's true isn't it and you've got to be flexible
2: oh like like you wouldn't believe for sure i mean i've uh it's funny because I've been a photographer myself for 15 years, and I've always been a higher priced photographer in, locally in my area. I've always been probably one of the more expensive ones. So, so for me, I've always been like, yeah, my get, like, I won't show up to a shoot unless I'm being paid X. And that's always just been the model that I've followed. However, in this kind of time for many photographers, that number changes because they're seeing the bank account dwindle. They're seeing the bookings go down. They're seeing the cancellations go up. And they're realizing I'd rather make something than nothing. So I think this is going to be you know, a mass reset for our industry because a lot of photographers are going to have to go back to the bare bones in terms of that base price. And then from there, it's all about re-establishing brand, re-establishing your value proposition and working your pricing up from there. This almost equalizes everybody because everybody is in the same position right now.
0: How much should you hold your nerve on the on the pricing strategy that you once had?
2: I, I don't think we have the luxury to hold it at all. I guess it depends on where you're at in your business. If you've if you've properly planned, I guess how how risk averse are you? Do you have enough that, you know, if you held your ground and people aren't willing to pay for it because These are tough times for everybody. Do you have enough that you could get by? I mean, if so, then great, hold your ground. But I'm willing to bet 95% of photographers are not in that position to be able to hold their ground. What I also think, Neil, is that you're going to see more photographers diversifying. Now, this is a topic that I am wildly wildly passionate about because this almost is case in point for something I've been talking about for a very very long time. And it's this idea where for so long so many photography educators have been saying that you need to specialize 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 and they've been talking about how you need to do one thing really well, serve one kind of client and only book that kind of client. Well, That is not going to work when this is all over. I promise you that's not going to work when this is all over. And I think you're going to see more photographers that are diversifying. You're going to see wedding photographers that are starting to offer portraits. You're going to see portrait photographers starting to do boudoir. You're going to see them doing mini sessions. You're going to see them teaching classes. There's going to be a lot more ways that you can make money with your camera or with the skill set that you have from knowing how to use your camera that I think we need to be tapping into because that's how we can get through tough times like this.
0: I, I would imagine also that people are going to have to get used to going from being a stills photographer to, to embracing movies as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's exactly another another idea, right? Is like, if, if you're not having enough wedding photography bookings for this kind of bride, you might need to say, Maybe we can do some video. Maybe we can do some of this. Maybe we need to to round out our skill set a little bit more. Because diversification, those businesses, photography aside, those businesses that are able to survive through times like this are those that have diversified their revenue streams. And if you're only doing one thing for one kind of person, you're going to find yourself struggling right now.
0: There is a third part to uh, Brian Caparici's, uh interview. I told you, I told you we we're going to chop it into three, um, and uh, we'll um, we'll we'll play that out probably next week. Tomorrow and Sunday, Kev's not here because uh, Kev has the weekend off. He's got stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a very bizarre thing to say now. Saturday's like a Monday but I know and it's nice to have some time of the weekend and, and actually I did an interview earlier on the British journalist broadcaster and writer John McCarthy knows a thing or two about isolation that's because he spent 1,943 days that's over five years as a hostage in the Lebanon in confinement sometimes in dark cold cells which were literally the size of a double bed and actually that was space he shared with another hostage Brian Keenan He was the UK's longest-held hostage, was John, and during this time where many of us in the world are are in our own isolation, as a a journalist, as a storyteller, I feel very honoured to have spent some time talking to John McCarthy earlier on today. So this weekend, with some photography to talk about as well, I'm going to play about what I think is, um, is a palpable interview. It's a chance to hear from a man who knows a thing or two about feeling locked in and how he dealt with it with a two-part mini-series, which I'm I'm going to simply call, I think, 1,943 days. It won't be a, it's not a gratuitous listen, but uh, it is an engaging story from a, an exceptionally engaging speaker. John McCarthy on the show, Saturday and Sunday. So uh, there we go over the weekends. Now, Kev, I know you've just looked up Terry Wogan, haven't you?
1: Hey, you're right. He died in, January, in 2016, 31st of January. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of that news for you. It's Bruce Forsyth's alive as well? No.
0: Dead? <laughs> Are He's we dead
1: gonna, as well. We're going to play a dead or alive game. What about Ken Bruce?
0: Uh, no, Ken, Ken's still Ken's still very much alive. Bruce Forsyth did pass on, yeah. Anybody else you'd like to check in on? Cilla Black? Uh, I think she's still with us. Let me, uh, hang on a minute, let me check.
1: No, no. Cilla Black is the only one I know that is dead. Oh, she's right. She's
0: definitely dead. Is Cilla Black no longer yeah. with us?
1: <laughs> this is very black humour, and I do apologise. Cilla... Cilla Black? Cilla Black fell off a uh, fell over in Spain, didn't she, last year? Oh, or no, no, 2015,
0: that's awful. No, it was never before Terry Wogan died. Uh, 2015. She lived for, uh, for uh, 27th of May 43 to 1st of the, the August 2015. Still oh, black. my word. I know. Don't those years pass quickly.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that you got caught out with not knowing somebody well, was yeah. dead as well. God. I'm, really, I'm sad about Terry Wogan. My mum's got a signed LP of his. <laughs> There we go. Probably worth a bit now. <laughs> Stop,
0: you're not selling the crown jewels in your house. Especially if it's Terry. I'm buying it before anybody else, that's for sure. Um, well, What a strange way to end the show. Um, we'll see, well, I'll see you back on the, the Fuji cast tomorrow for a, a bit of a special over the weekend. And uh, I'll catch up with you Monday. I'm a bit confused, by the way, Monday. Kev, what do we do? We've got, our, it should be main show Monday, but I was having a little listen through it the other day and there are some bits that, may not make sense considering we recorded that show 3 weeks ago before the world went world went truly mad uh oh yeah oh, I don't know then. All right. Well mm-hmm. it, might, it might Let's be, ask Terry. Let's ask Terry and Silla. It might it might be a daily show on Monday instead of main show Monday. Well we'll we'll work it out over the weekend Kev. But any any plans over the weekend? What are you up to? I'm uh, just going to stay in I think. You think so?
1: Yeah. Might be a yeah, nice it's, idea. It's going to get colder, isn't it?
0: Well, You keep saying that, but I've not seen this snowy thing come up. You said it's going to be snowing mm.
1: Sunday. It's not snowing. Well Sunday the the, the snow thing. icon has gone off Metcheck now, but mm. it's definitely cold yeah, and rain. Isn't, oh. Well, you're the harbinger. The
0: FujiCast is an independent loading zone production. Email the show with your questions and words of wisdom to click at fujicast.co.uk. Email any complaints and political nonsense
2: to our wives, who will deal with your comments in their own good time and in their own good way.